You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good. Happy uh, Happy Father's Day. I think as everybody hears this, Father's Day was yesterday, but uh, it's my opportunity to say Happy Father's Day to Luke and to uh, to all the dads that uh, are our faithful listeners. Boy, I really hope Derek Stingley got Devontae Smith something nice. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, yeah, that joke's, that joke's not old yet. Not yet. Uh, Jimmy, um, you know, I used to always wonder what the saying all heroes don't wear capes um, meant. Because, I mean, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. But now I understand what those people are talking about. Those people are talking about me. Because here I am at the pool with my children on Father's Day. And because Shamar James, a much ballyhooed recruit out of Mobile, commits to Florida over the likes of Alabama, I leave my children dangerously treading water in the deep end of the pool while I come to cut a segment of a podcast with you. You know, and uh, my, uh, my good buddy in, in the media, Craig Stevenson, uh, works for AL.com, brought up a good point on Twitter today. It's so true. How much, you know, this is never going to change. So, so complaining about it uh, to, to the recruiting industry and these kids as a whole, it's never going to change. But, man, when these guys commit on a holiday – it has to be reported as news, and these people that report the news uh, have have families. And like a perfect example is you. I know you're making half of a joke, but not really. I mean, you know, you need to spend Father's Day with your kids. And now think of all the writers that co- all the writers that cover recruiting for Alabama and Florida have to stop what they're doing, put down. In, in, you know, and I'm not not saying that those those people love their jobs. They're fortunate to have. Them. Uh, this is just one of the downsides. To having that job, but uh, but Craig makes a good point. It's very inconvenient, but it has to be done. You can't just say, "Oh, I'll just tell our readers tomorrow about this." No, this is breaking news. It has to be presented to the public uh, immediately. But uh, all these recruiting writers, uh, so much for Father's Day, at least for an hour or so, while you attend uh, to the story. Yeah, a friend of the program, John Koch, texted me. When I got the news about Shamar James and said, I assume y'all are going to be talking about this. And I was like, damn it, we've already been called out. So now I have to talk about it because I can't just do what I was going to do, which was uh, run some record, pre-recorded countdowns because I didn't think there was going to be any news. Um, but that's okay. Uh, so, Jimmy, let's get right to it. I mean, what does Shamar James committing to Florida mean? Well, I mean, a bunch of things. It's it's a really big story. It re- it really is. Uh, it's surprising. First of all, it's surprising. I 100% expected Shamar James to sign with Alabama, and he might. Let's remember, this isn't over. It's not signing day. It's months till signing day. A lot can happen. So, you know, what I'm going to hate to see, and you know we'll see it, is a handful of Alabama fans on social media trashing the kid. It's so dumb and juvenile and by the way our football staff would hate you for it hate you for it that is the 100 percent opposite of what nick saban would beg you not to do 
but people will do it anyway because they don't care about anything other than their own anger, which is also stupid to have. I certainly don't have any anger. I wish to get well. I don't. I'm surprised by the decision. I thought logically it would be Alabama. It's closer to Mobile. Tuscaloosa is closer to Mobile. Alabama offers everything in the world uh, to to a defensive player. Uh, you get to play for good coaches of the best program in the country. It's just hard to imagine why he did this, but it's his choice, and this is what he chose. So uh, good for Florida. And, uh, hey, I got a lot of good, good news for Alabama fans. If you think for one second Alabama's not going to end up with a linebacker in Shamar's spot, just as good or probably even better, I mean, that's how Saban rolls. That's how Alabama rolls. Alabama is not losing any sleep over this like some fans will briefly. I mean, uh, that, so it's a big story. It's a big pickup for Florida. It's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, is it bad news for Alabama? No, bad news will be signing day rolls around, and instead of signing Shamar James, Alabama signs a tomato can. That would be really bad. That w- it would be bad news then. But until we know who Alabama's, quote, fourth linebacker is going to be in this class, it's really not news at all, if that makes sense, because it's about who you sign, not who Florida signs. So uh, now my speech would be a little different if we were talking about a guy who I felt was a five-star because there's so few of those guys. But I think Shamar James is a really good prospect. I think national top 100 is fair uh, for him in terms of where he's ranked, somewhere around that 100 mark. Uh, I think it's fair, and he's good, but he's not Bo Jackson or Herschel Walker or Devontae Smith or Jerry Judy. He's not that level of prospect, in my opinion, so I believe Alabama will find just as good or better player later and uh, let the kid have his moment, and the kid shows Florida, so good for him. Go Gators. I believe it's pronounced Go Gator, um, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. Uh, now, just some other bad news for you, Jimmy. If we were going to replace Shamar James with Tomato Can, I just looked up his profile. He is 100% crystal ball to Brian Harson already. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and AM, where's Auburn in all this, by the way? Where is Auburn? Because here, here's the thing. This is a legit top 10 in-state player who decided Alabama was not the place for him. Why isn't he going to Auburn? And I think, once again, uh, people missing some of the point here about, about, about Auburn and about in-state recruiting, and that's that Hey, this, this kid decided he didn't want to go to Alabama, and that's fine. It's not for everyone. Isn't it a better deal for Alabama to find out now that Shamar James and Alabama aren't a good match? You know, better to find out now than after he's already there. So, you know, it, but where's Auburn? Why, why is this kid choosing to drop? I mean, Gainesville, I've driven to Gainesville from here, from Mobile. It's a damn haul. It's much easier to get to Auburn. Much easier to get to Alabama. Easier to get to LSU. Uh, Gainesville is a pretty good, I think, off the top of my head, it's easy seven hours. Easy seven hours. So I'm wrong, six and a half. I mean, it's a pretty damn good drop. All right, buddy. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I'm not sure if I'll do some more countdown stuff or if I'll just have a couple of uh, rants of my own for these next couple of segments, but I do have to go be a father I mean, you know, you have you have uh, 
sex four times, you end up with four kids, and and then you you know your Sundays once a year are ruined. I mean, I'm just father dumb is fantastic as we all know. Uh, anywho, um, okay, Jimmy, uh, we will be back tomorrow. All right, everybody, let me tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go when you want to get that bet in. You know how I feel about you and betting. I'm for it. I'm a big fan. So go to betonline.ag, use promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. You're going to love it. Site's easy to navigate, tons to bet on. Anything you want to bet on, go for it. You want to bet on reality TV? Hey, okay, they got it. They got it for you to go do at betonline.ag, betonline.ag, promo code locked on. Uh, you can go there while you're nibbling on a built bar and you're thinking about the auto parts from Rock Auto you're going to buy when you win a bunch of money at betonline.ag, and that's what you're going to do. You're going to win because I know you, you're a winner. Don't don't let anybody talk you out of this. You're going to love it. Um, I'm telling you, the site's easy to navigate, easy to deal with. Go to betonline.ag. Promo code locked on. Also, want to tell everybody about rockauto.com. Look, when you win that money at betonline.ag, then you want to go to rockauto.com, get all the parts your car will ever need. You know the jingle. It's easy to remember. Speaking of easy to navigate, my goodness, this site doesn't get any easier. No frills, not a bunch of flashing lights and impulse buy crap. This is all about hey, what do you need right now? What do you need this moment to make your car? Do what it's supposed to do. You need a chassis, a timing belt, um, a spark plug, oil, uh, an axle. I think they're axles on cars. Um, yeah, so go get it there. You need a volume knob, you know, whatever. Go there. Go to rockauto.com. Get all the parts your car will possibly ever need. I'm adding possibly in there because they got everything, everything you want at rockauto.com. And you will love this website. You'll love their customer service. It's the bee's knees. RockAuto.com. This is Jimmy Stein on Locked On Bama, the player roster countdown. Appreciate all the comments. Heard quite a few comments on and offline about you guys and gals enjoying this. So I'm glad you are because... Honestly, as much as me and Luke cut up and try try to be entertaining, it's all about Alabama football. And to me, Alabama football is about the history and the pageantry and the traditions and all that. But really what it is to me is those those players. I mean, the players that, uh, that, that line up in the fall and, and provide us all this great entertainment and the wins and the championships and even every now and then a loss. Uh, it, it's all about the players to me. And, uh, and enjoying, you know, watching them play uh, for Alabama. So I like the player roster countdown because we get to literally discuss every single one of them uh, and kind of everybody gets their day, right? Well, today is Federian Mathis, number 48. As you guys listen to this, it is 48 days uh, uh, approximately till the start of fall camp. And Mathis is going to be one of my favorite kids to talk about in the whole countdown because, you know, it's fun. The Alabama, you know, Nick Saban dynasty has been great because of of some three-and-done five-stars. I mean, whether you're talking about Julio Jones or Drake Kirkpatrick or Marlon Humphrey or or any number of kids, Jerry Judy, you know, that we could talk about. Um, And and no doubt those 
those transcendent players are responsible for so much of the success. But here's Fedarian Mathis, and of course his buddies call him Phil. So we're all buddies here, so we'll call him Phil Mathis. Uh, what Phil is is a little different than those those three and done five stars. Phil was he was highly recruited and well thought of. It wasn't like he was a sleeper or some afterthought. Phil was a pretty big deal uh, out of Louisiana, coming out of high school, and it's not like he wasn't a big deal. But he also wasn't a five star. He wasn't a national top fifty or national top one hundred player. Really, he was just sort of a good uh, SEC defensive line prospect. Then he gets to the team in year one and year two, really not a whole lot. You know, we didn't see a lot of Phil Mathis back then working on his game, working on strength and conditioning, learning how to play at this level. And then year three, you know, we see some, some, some progress. And, and, and really last year, last season, I think Phil Mathis at some points during the season was our best defensive lineman. I mean, in terms of – plays made per snaps played, if that makes sense. I mean, Phil was pretty disruptive, more so than the other guys. And now going into his final season, uh, as crazy as this sounds, I think on a per snap basis, again, Phil Mathis might be the best defensive lineman on the team. He also has positional versatility. He's played snaps at nose guard. He's played a lot inside. He's played some at the five technique kind of spot, uh, you know, not so much the seven, but the five, meaning that he plays away from the center, sort of between the guard and tackle, uh, which we didn't really call an outside guy, but I'm just saying that Phil Mathis isn't just an inside run stuffer. You can get him away from the ball and he can be disruptive. Uh, he's a pretty good pass rusher. He's stout against the run and he's a really smart, mature guy. He's a dad. And, and, and sometimes, I mean, it's, it's that sort of maturity, I think, that, that helps these, these guys along and pushes them. And uh, such a great, great kid and has gone from, again, not the most highly recruited guy, not a guy that played much in his first couple of seasons, but Phil Mathis is one of the leaders on this team. You'll see him, you know, Coach is real big on this leadership committee stuff, the leadership group. And Phil Mathis will be all over that stuff. I mean, he, he, he is a leader on this team. He's a good player. And, no, he's not a first-round pick. You, you won't hear his name called on Thursday night next April. Um, but he's a good player, and he will get his NFL shot. And I think uh, while Julio Jones may be the poster child of the Nick Saban era and a three-and-done superstar and an NFL Hall of Famer, the program success has also been built on the backs of the Phil Mathises, the guys that have came in and developed into good players because of hard work and being driven to improve. And he has. And if you're the best defensive lineman at Alabama, you're one of the best in the SEC. And uh, just a real solid player. But, again, I can't, can't stress enough what a good kid he is and, uh, and what a positive asset he is to the team. Alabama's very deep and good defensive line. Phil Mathis is a big part of that. So, uh, number 48, Phil Mathis. We are now less than seven weeks from the start of fall camp. Roll Tide. Now I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go to get that delicious, nutritious Built Bar candy bar. I say candy bar, but it's really more like a diet candy bar. It's not even like a diet. You can 
maintain or lose weight any way you want to go. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 will get you 15% off that order. These things are delicious. I've had a gazillion of them. They send us all these fantastic samples, and we really do appreciate the good people over at Built Bar. You will, too, if you'll just give them a chance. Go to BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. You'll get some of these delicious, uh, nutritious bars. You're going to eat them. You're going to eat them up like candy. And they're not candy. They taste like candy, but they're not candy. It's like a Three Musketeers bar. Most of them are, if you ask me. Three Musketeers bar with more flavor. So uh, go check them out, BuiltBar.com. I'm telling you, you're going to love them. Promo code LOCKED15. Have a great day with them. I am Jimmy Stein on the Locked on Bama podcast with my co-host Luke Robinson, who sits back and enjoys my countdown along with the rest of you guys as he's no doubt sipping on some fine wines in Alexander City as we speak. Well, today is another defensive lineman. It's number 47, Byron Young from Laurel, Mississippi. You think he knows, isn't there a couple on HGTV from Laurel that are kind of the big thing right now? And maybe Byron knows them, but... Anyway, uh, Byron is headed into year three, which is critical in any kid's development. I think year three is huge. A lot of people say year two, and, and that, that, that's true. I get it. But year three, to me, it's sort of like, okay, now we find out uh, in the Saban dynasty, I think it's fair in year three, we find out, is this a kid that's a pro football player? Is this a kid that's going to get drafted and make noise uh, and with Byron, this is just a great, a great year to find that out because in the first two years, here's a kid that has shown a lot of potential. And by that, he played first-team snaps, you know, with the ones as a true freshman in 2019. And then last year, the COVID year, the national championship year in 2020, again, a significant player. And by that, I mean he plays snaps with the first team. Maybe he doesn't start the game every week. But he plays with the first team in the first quarter of every game. I mean, he is a significant part of the defensive line rotation. And he has flashed some serious potential. Byron Young was a fairly big-time recruit. We, we just talked about Phil Mathis in the last one. I would say Byron Young was a more highly regarded, bigger recruit than Phil Mathis. Um, and he played right away. So, I mean, this is a guy with a lot of ability. And I think he's a, a good – he is a good representative of how good this team can be this fall because a lot of Alabama fans out there, the cynical ones, they might say, this kid hasn't done anything. Well, hey, that, that's not true. Uh, he has played well and has flashed and made big plays. And most importantly, he did that as an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old. I mean, what he has shown based on the position he plays and based on his age, this has been an impressive player. And this is a guy that if he's really good this fall and shows that he's one of the better defensive linemen in the SEC, some Alabama fans might be surprised. I won't be surprised at all. I, I, think, I think that's the track this kid is on. And uh, much like I was bragging about Phil Mathis in the last segment, Byron Young is a great kid. He, he is one of the better dudes we have on the roster. I said this about him. Uh, assuming we did this countdown show two years ago, we probably did. <laughs> but assuming we did this when he was even a true freshman, I probably said, hey, here's a kid who's going to show up a leader. I mean, he has natural leadership abilities. He is a, a leader, not a follower. And 
how big is that, you know, when you played in Alabama and you're in a defensive line room with about 15 guys and everybody's talented and everybody wants to play. Here's a kid whose leadership ability helps him get on the field, really. And, uh, you know, I, I think next year in his senior year, if next year is a senior year, as you know, he could come back a couple years with the COVID eligibility rules. But, uh, I mean, this is a guy that could, could easily be a captain, you know, uh, at some point in his time at Alabama. So I think it's a big year for him in year three. I mean, what, what I would tell him in terms of motivating him, because I know all the players listen to this show too, uh, <laughs> what I would tell him is, hey, you got a lot to prove this fall. Yeah, what you've done so far, fine. What you've done so far, fine or even impressive. But uh, but everybody needs to know your name in this league now. Now it's time that everybody knows your name. Now it's time to prove that, hey, this is a kid that's going to play pro football. This is a kid that even in a crowded defensive line room stands out. And it, it's year three. I mean, it's it's time. And, hey, just like Phil Mathis, who no doubt every single year Mathis has improved. He's been a better player now than he was the year before, every year for five years. And Byron's on that track, and he actually started out ahead of Mathis. Again, Mathis didn't play much his first couple years. Byron was all over the field. So now it's time, and it's time to prove that you're not just a good player. We already know he's good, but be a really good player. And it's year three, and and don't be surprised if number 47, Byron Young, is, is one of the better defensive linemen. I know I won't be. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Bama podcast, and we'll be back with number 45 next.